This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. By now, Americans realize there is a serious election showdown between television's Dr. Oz and hedge funder David McCormick for the Republican nomination for a Pennsylvania seat in the U.S. Senate. The election is a mess. But it's not the first time for a challenge to election integrity in Pennsylvania. Unless, of course, you read the New York Times, where you are told election fraud in Pennsylvania is a fiction. Wrong. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new MySlippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, as my old boss, President Ronald Reagan, might say, well, there they go again. Here in my home state of Pennsylvania, a state rife with repeated and vivid examples of election fraud, the New York Times headlined this the other day. How Trump's 2020 election lies have gripped state legislatures. The Times focused on the efforts of state legislatures around the country to clean up the various problems of voter fraud and rigged elections in their respective states. Among other things, the paper said this, quote, These fictions about rigged elections and widespread fraud have provided the foundation for new laws that make it harder to vote and insert partisanship in the vote count, unquote. Fictions about rigged elections? Really? Harder to vote? Really? You mean like in the just-had-Georgia primary where the Times had to admit voter turnout post-passage of Georgia's, the Georgia legislature's election reform law surged, not fell, surged. May I politely suggest that the Times reporters who wrote this article, one Nick Corasaniti, Karen Urish, and Keith Collins, take some time to read the New York Times on the topic of rigging an election. Specifically, I would, rec- I would call their attention to this front-page Times story from February of 1994. Here's the headline. Vote fraud ruling shifts Pennsylvania Senate. Let me quote directly from the article. Quote, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under, quote, a massive scheme, unquote, by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November. A federal judge today took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. In making such a sweeping move, the judge, Clarence C. Newcomer of Federal District Court here in Philadelphia, did for the Republicans what the election had not done, enable them to regain control of the state Senate, which they lost two years ago. The Times goes on. Judge Newcomer ruled that the Democratic campaign of William G. Stinson 
had stolen the election from Bruce S. Marks in North Philadelphia's 2nd Senatorial District through an elaborate fraud in which hundreds of residents were encouraged to vote by absentee ballot, even though they had no legal reason, like a physical disability or a scheduled trip outside the city to do so. In many instances, the Times went on, according to Republicans who testified during a four-day civil trial last week, Democratic campaign workers forged absentee ballots. On many of the ballots, they used the names of people who were living in Puerto Rico or serving time in prison. And in one case, the voter had been dead for some time, unquote. In short, this is not about fictions about rigged elections. This is a fact, a written judgment from a sitting federal judge and reported accurately on the front page, no less, by the New York Times. And this example of voter fraud in Pennsylvania, as I have frequently pointed out, is far from alone. Yet again, let me supply a short list. From an official Department of Justice press release dated May 21st, 2020, quote, Former Philadelphia judge of elections convicted of conspiring to violate civil rights and bribery. The Department of Justice said, quote, a former judge of elections has been convicted for his role in accepting bribes to cast fraudulent ballots and certifying false voting results during the 2014, 2015, and 2016 primary elections in Philadelphia, unquote. From another official Department of Justice press release, this one dated July 23rd, 2020, quote, a former U.S. congressman, a Democrat, I might add, was charged Tuesday in an indictment unsealed today with conspiring to violate voting rights by fraudulently stuffing the ballot boxes for specific candidates in the 2014, 2015, and 2016 primary elections, bribery of an election official, falsification of records, voting more than once in federal elections, and obstruction of justice. Michael Ozzie Myers, 77, of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, he the former uh, congressman, is charged with conspiring with and bribing the former judge of elections for the 39th Ward 36th Division, Dominic J. DeMuro. DeMuro, who pleaded guilty previously in federal court in Philadelphia, was responsible for overseeing the entire election process and all voter activities of his division in accord with federal and state election laws, unquote. And I would add that uh, former Congressman Myers uh, was free because he'd been tied up a while in the federal penitentiary for serving time for the uh, long ago abscam scandal in which uh, FBI undercover agents dressed as Arab sheiks were bribing members of Congress, and he took one. In October of 2008, I reported this for the American Spectator, quote, a retired Pennsylvania Supreme Court justice says that she is, quote, not confident we can get a fair election, unquote, in the state come November. Justice Sandra Newman, accompanied by Dauphin County District Attorney Edward Marcico and Pennsylvania Republican State Chairman Robert Gleason, expressed her concerns at a Harrisburg press conference this morning. A thick document replete with photocopies of phony registrations and aerial shots of vacant lots used as addresses, quote-unquote, for voters, quote-unquote, was handed out to journalists. Gleason was even more explicit, quote, between March 23rd and October 1st of 2008, various groups, including ACORN, remember them, 
submitted over 252,595 registrations to the Philadelphia County Election Board, with 57,435 rejected for faulty information. Most of these registrations were submitted by ACORN, said Gleason, and rejected due to fake Social Security numbers, incorrect dates of birth, clearly fraudulent signatures, addresses that do not exist, and duplicate registrations. In one case, a man was registered to vote (laughs) more than 15 times since the primary election, said Gleason. He added, voter fraud is no longer just a Philadelphia problem, he said with ACORN targeting key counties across the state. Gleason specifically listed the fraud-targeted Pennsylvania counties as Delaware, suburban Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Dauphin, home of the state capital of Harrisburg, Allegheny County, Pittsburgh, Center County, home of Penn State, and Erie County. In other words, long, long before the 2020 election, Pennsylvania was repeatedly exhibiting severe and ongoing problems with election integrity. For the New York Times now to blithely assert that all of this is nothing but, quote, fictions about rigged elections and widespread fraud, unquote, is itself a fiction from what might be called, quote, the rigged election deniers, unquote. Or to borrow from the liberal lingo of today on the subject, this New York Times story pushed the big lie about election integrity in Pennsylvania. Even more telling is the upside down and backward description of state lawmakers working to secure election integrity as somehow anti-democratic. The Constitution is plain on the authority of state legislatures in presidential elections. Article 2, Section 1 reads explicitly this way, quote, Each state shall appoint, in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct, a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. Now, the New York Times may not like it, but yes, in fact, state legislatures have the right to appoint presidential electors in their state in the manner they see fit. For Pennsylvania legislators to know, know with a 100% certainty that their state has an absolutely dismal record of running honest elections more than justifies their right to take a serious investigative look at the 2020 election. And I might add in here, this tradition of fiddling around with election goes back a long way. I did some research on this, and it was back in the early 19th century, the 1820s or 1830s, that the Pennsylvania governor of the moment lost his re-election. And instead of yielding his office peacefully, he surrounded, he surrounded the state capitol with the equivalent then, the 19th century equivalent of the Pennsylvania National Guard, and refused to leave. The legislature finally had to toss him out and allow the elected new governor, the governor-elect, to take his oath of office. Says the Times, a various state legislators skeptical of the election integrity in 2020, quote, they have advanced but not enacted legislation that would make it easier for politicians to overturn elections. And it is only a minority of Republican lawmakers who promote the legally dubious view that they, and not the votes of the people, can select the electors who formally cast a ballot for the president in the Electoral College. Now, you note that phrase, this one, quote, they have advanced but not enacted legislation that would make it easier for politicians to overturn elections, unquote. Which is to say 
the New York Times dismisses the state legislative authority from the Constitution and transforms that authority into making it, quote, easier for politicians to overturn elections, unquote. Can you say anti-democratic? It has become increasingly evident that state legislatures, both here in Pennsylvania and elsewhere, are determined to make election security a major issue in their 2022 races. By chance, the issue in Pennsylvania is getting even more oxygen as the Republican primary for the U.S. Senate between Dr. Mehmet Oz and hedge funder Dave McCormick hangs by a thread with, as this is written, a looming certainty of a recount and an Oz lead of just over, or maybe now under, 700 votes. If there is anything, anything that is true about Pennsylvania and its election system, it is that it is a mess, and all too frequently a corrupt mess. This latest snafu with the Oz-McCormick election only underlines the point. And in my humble opinion, McCormick has not helped himself by insisting undated mail-in ballots be counted, which is counter to Pennsylvania law. In fact, now the Republican National Committee, the Pennsylvania Republican State Committee, and Dr. Oz have all banded together in legal filings to oppose McCormick on this. Come November of 2022, Pennsylvania will have elected a new governor and state legislature. And it would seem more than reasonable, particularly with 2024 on the horizon, that their first priority comes their swearing in in January of 2023 should be to make certain that at long last, Pennsylvania has an airtight, seriously prompt election integrity. The idea that elections in Pennsylvania don't end with results announced on election night, but extends for days or even weeks with all kinds of monkeying around is inexcusable. Without a sense of irony, the New York Times also said this, quote, election and democracy experts say they see the rise of anti-democratic impulses in state legislature, in state houses as a clear new threat to the health of American democracy. State legislatures hold a unique position in the country's democratic apparatus, wielding a constitutionally mandated power to set the, quote, times, places, and manner of holding elections, unquote. Cheered on by Mr. Trump as he eyes another run for the White House in 2024, many state legislators have shown they see that power as licensed to exert greater control over the outcome of elections, unquote. Hello? Hello? Greater control over elections by democratically elected legislatures is decidedly the opposite of a rise of anti-democratic impulses in state houses? It would also seem more than reasonable that the New York Times and the liberal media get out of their bubble and actually report on the serious and repeated problems that are causing state legislators in Pennsylvania and elsewhere to demand free, Democrat, democratic, and, yes, accurately and quickly reported election results. But don't hold your breath. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming. See you next time.